Good evening, everyone, and welcome back to Evening Thoughts. I want to wish you again a happy new year, and I hope that your 2022 is off to a good start. My name is Sam, and on this podcast, we cover topics like faith, life, death, and the beyond. I want to thank you for joining me again this evening if you are a returning listener. And if you are a first-time listener, welcome to this podcast. If you like what you hear, please share this podcast with someone you know. Before we begin, I'd like to offer a prayer for one of my good friends, Marianne. Marianne is a dear sister in Christ that I have had the pleasure of knowing for many years, and her prayer request is for her daughter and her roommate. They were exposed to someone with COVID, and although their test came back negative, they are still very ill, and so Mary Ann's prayer request is for healing. Wherever you are listening from, would you join me in prayer? Heavenly Father, we pray for total healing for Mary Ann's daughter and her roommate. As a mother, she wants to do so much more than just pray, but we know that prayer is actually the best thing we can do. So we entrust these women into your capable hands. We pray that they would fully recover from this and feel whole and better than they've ever felt before. We pray that you would make this happen in Jesus' name. Amen. Mary Ann, thank you for sending me your prayer requests, and God bless you this weekend and unto the next week. I really do enjoy praying for you as you send your prayer requests my way, because what a great opportunity for all my listeners to pray along with me as we entrust your requests to the Lord. So if you have any prayer requests, would you send them to eveningthoughts at hotmail.com and I would be more than happy to pray for you on this podcast. So we are well into the new year and like many of you have done during the holidays, I went home to visit my parents in Colorado and while I was there, I realized just how much older my parents have gotten since I last saw them. You see, the military has me away from home for most of the year. So the last time I saw my parents was almost a year ago. For those of you who live away from your parents and family members, you may know what this is like. I have been gone from home for a long time, and every time I see them, they seem to get a little bit more wrinkle on their faces, and more white hair on their heads. In my mind, this of course makes sense. As I get older, my parents will get older as well, but I'm not so sure my emotions are ready for it. On my particular visit last week, I held my mom's hand a little bit longer and noticed how weathered they looked. I could see the veins and age spots, and her skin looked almost translucent. We talked at length like we do every time I visit, and 
she shared with me the fear of living alone after God takes my dad to heaven. She spoke of imagining a life where she would lose more and more control. She shared her concerns of having to be cared for as if she were a child. I felt as if she needed to say these things not only to me, but also to hear herself say it. And as I sat listening to her, I was more aware than ever before that my parents are aging. Tonight's episode is entitled, Caring for Our Aging Parents. My aim is to encourage you and let you know that for those of you who are in this season of life, if you're in this phase of your life, God sees you and he loves you and your aging parents. To this end, I want to talk about how we can love and care for our parents who may need more patience and compassion from us as they age. My parents are, for the most part, very independent and live alone with minimal assistance. But for you, this may look very different, as you may have parents who have far more years ahead than my own. I value your experience and welcome your insight and story. Please don't hesitate to reach out to me and I would love to learn from you. Scripture is not explicitly clear about loving and caring for aging parents, but there is enough principle of caring and loving for others that we can apply to tonight's topic. Philippians chapter 2 verses 3 through 8 says, Do nothing from selfish ambition or conceit, but in humility count others more significant than yourselves. Each of you look not only to his own interests, but also to the interests of others. Have this mind among yourselves, which is yours in Christ Jesus, who, though he was in the form of God, did not count equality with God a thing to be grasped, but emptied himself by taking the form of a servant. Being born in the likeness of men and being found in human form, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. What a powerful passage and truth that applies directly to our topic for this evening. Jesus left his kingdom. He came into our world and took on the form of a servant and humbled himself to the degree of choosing to die on a cross for undeserving sinners like you and I. As you may know, the cross was an instrument of death reserved for the worst of sinners, and yet Christ, who knew no sin, took on sin for us so that you and I might be saved. From his birth to his death, His life is undoubtedly humble. If we truly understand that, then we must count others as more significant than ourselves and look to the interest of others, and the others include our parents. For me, this means that I need to look beyond what my parents may or may not have done for me when I was younger and to forgive them and choose to care and love them in their aging years, even though the tables may have turned. 
even though I am at a place in life where my decisions are not bound by their approval. As an adult, my decisions are my own. However, as a Christian, the interest of my parents should be considered and not only my own. As a Christian, I need to honor my parents, whatever season of life it may be for them. This is a real challenge for me because I have a lot of heart issues that I still need to work through. Uh, when I was younger, I felt neglected by my parents. Can you relate to that? What challenge is there for you? You may be a caretaker to your aging parents and their behavioral changes as they age, and it may seem overwhelmingly out of control. Perhaps your aging parents may have health issues, including mental illness, that have turned into emotional and physical abuse for family members who provide care. My sister Ellen does not live too far from my parents, and she has taken the most responsibility of taking care of them. She is truly a blessing and selfless in the way she has chosen to take this on, and even though it is difficult in so many levels, she does it so gracefully and with joy. I send money home and pay for some of my parents' needs, but my sister does that and the majority of the day-to-day -day tasks for my parents. My other sister is recovering from her own life challenges, but in recent years have managed to rally back and offer help to our parents as well. We have agreed to pitch in where we can to be a resource to our parents. In fact, I do remember having that conversation with my older sister, Ellen, and navigating and discussing what each of us would do and could do at the time. If you have siblings, discuss how to share the responsibility of taking care of your aging parents. Consider yourselves as one team and work together to navigate those uncharted waters. Don't guilt one another if your sibling or even yourself cannot do more than what you think you can do or should do. It is a difficult process for all of you, and working together is the key to avoid fights and arguments. I realize that I cannot fully encapsulate all of your life experience with your parents, but this passage still speaks to us in the same way. Let us humble ourselves and consider our parents more significant. Let us continue to serve them in the best way we know how. Many good parents are trying the best they can, and although they may have made mistakes and still make mistakes, the years of taking care of their children should be honored. Now, with your own effort, this is impossible. Ask God right now to give you such a heart for your parents. Ask the Holy Spirit to make that happen in your heart and join me as I make this my prayer for this year. 1 Timothy chapter 5, verse 4 says, But if a widow has children or grandchildren, let them first learn to show godliness to their own household and to make some return to their parents, for this is pleasing in the sight of God. 
Timothy is addressing the issue of the church taking care of widows if the family cannot do it. However, if the family can do it, then they should take care of these women. That's the context. Then Timothy gives three reasons why. He says, first, that loving their parents or grandparents is a godly thing to do. Number two is that it is right and good for children to feel a sense of duty and responsibility and return to a parent in need, for this is pleasing in the sight of God. And number three, God delights in seeing children care for their aging parents. One mistake that I made in my 20s was to put ministry first to the point where my sister had to tell me to take a step back and put some effort in taking care of my parents. And at the time, it came as a shock because I thought I was doing the right thing by pouring myself into ministry as a youth pastor, but I was ignoring the needs of my family and my sisters. If you are in ministry, would you consider that your parents are also a part of your flock? They are a part of your sphere of influence, and they need your care as well. Thinking back, I do have regrets that I gave myself to church functions and poured myself into discipleship because the cost was pretty high. I neglected my own family and my parents. Now, you might say, discipleship is a good thing. Church functions are good things, and you're right. These are good things. But even good things can become distractions if we forget to honor and care for our own parents and family. Again, I implore those of you who are in ministry, do not focus so much on God's work that you forget to take care of your parents and your family. There are many things you can devote your time to, but also make time to give back to your parents in the way they need it. This is sacrificial living for your parents, but don't mistake them to be a burden. Our parents, although imperfect, are still our parents, and they deserve honor in their aging years. Now, I do realize that there are different dynamics in your family and your relationship with your parents. If your relationship with your parents is one of abuse, if it is one of physical, verbal, or sexual abuse, I am not advocating for you to reach out to them and connect with them in ways that will put you to harm or put you in certain situations that may jeopardize your safety. That, that is not what I'm saying. But these are principles for adult children who have decent relationships with their parents. If you have tuned into my last episode entitled Preparing Your Loved Ones for Their Death, you may have heard that my dad has stage 4 cancer. He is on borrowed time. He's receiving his chemo treatment every two weeks, and the metastasized tumors are contained and controlled. We were told that he had months to live. That was about four years ago. And boy, he has lived during the last four years. He has enjoyed his hobbies. He has enjoyed grandchildren. He has enjoyed retirement. 
and he has become a father figure to them that he always wanted to be for me and my two sisters. However, one day my dad will not be able to fight cancer any longer. He will be too tired to continue on with this treatment. And when he gets ushered into God's presence, my mom will have to move in with my sister Ellen and live in her basement. My sister and I have both pitched in about $10,000 each to build a living space down there for my mom. And when that day comes, my sister will have to cross into another layer of taking care of my aging mom. There will be new challenges and new concerns, but I also pray for new joys and new blessings. The main point remains for us as her children and that is to adopt a servant posture towards my mom. It will mean sacrifice and trusting God to bring us joy even through the many challenges that lay ahead. For you, it may look very different. It may mean that your parent may need to go to a senior assisted living facility or even to a nursing home. It may mean that you move in with them. But it is this sacrificial heart posture that is required for us to take care of our aging parents. When that day comes for you, I pray that God's wisdom will direct you and lead you to make God-glorifying decisions for the benefit of your aging parents. If you're able, would you pray with me? God, thank you for sending Jesus, your only son, to this world to die on the cross for us so that we could come to you freely and without any hindrance. Tonight we ask for that same humility to saturate and fill our own hearts towards our parents. Give us humility, give us understanding, and big hearts to love our parents well in their aging years. Help us to live sacrificially and serve our parents in the time that they have left. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. For those of you who have already gone through this, what are your thoughts? What word of advice would you give to us? What mistakes did you make that we can avoid to save ourselves some heartache? What unexpected joys did you encounter during that season of your aging parent's life? For those of you who are currently going through this right now, how is that going for you? What are the greatest challenges you face and how can we pray for you? I would love to hear from you. You can contact me at eveningthoughts at hotmail.com. Well, that is it for me this evening. I thank you for joining me again for this episode. I hope that the rest of your week goes well for you. And again, I hope that your new year is off to a good start. As always, take care of yourselves and peace and blessings. Good night.